we don't, but there are people who have kids who have been diagnosed who are young and their kids collect social security. Yeah. And we don't really understand how that happens because these kids have never had a job, but I think it's something related to disability. I've read about it before um, and we've kind of researched it. It really looks like a ton of paperwork yeah i think some kids get it at a young age and other kids i don't know if they wait till they're 18 or what but but it is a disability so all right it's a world record it's 9 30 on saturday morning we've only heard baby shark like 15 times 15 he's at it no and that is a world record like usually we would be hearing it a lot more well, he has his Play-Doh. He made his whole Baby Shark family. Baby Shark. I like it when he tries to race through it as fast as he can. He does it fast. Mommy Shark. Daddy Shark. Grandpa Shark. Let's go hunt. He does. Oh, my gosh. Um, What 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 was I going to say? I have oh, no talk, idea. Are you talking loud enough? Am I? I don't know. Mm. Okay. This is all new for me. Yeah, the last one it was just a you were a little, but that was my fault. But it was a little, it was a little quiet. Me and the mic don't like each other. Why? I don't know. It's better than a it's better than a mic and no camera. Like you wouldn't like a mic and a camera. Oh no no no! So this is I definitely would not. Yeah, this is much better. And it's better. There's no audience. This is me and you. Yeah, see, I kind of like the I like the audience. I know you do. You want hundreds of thousands of people. I enjoy. I I get much more. I don't know what it is. Just. Because this is like, you got Ugg boots and... <laughs> I knew you were going to talk about my outfit. Stones shirt that's like 10 years old and flannel pajamas, which are even older. Oh my God. You're hat. so ridiculous. It's the morning. I just cooked breakfast. I deserve to be in my pajamas. You cook breakfast boots. and we got a free baby shark concert, which is really every morning, which is the world of autism, man. They find one thing and it just, they will hammer it home. Yeah. He's about- been hooked on this for a long time. I wonder if it'll last forever because usually they do pick something. We were at the Clearwater Beach Pier years ago, and we saw a huge hammerhead shark, remember? Yes. And he, like, just focused on it forever and ever and ever. I don't know he what He was, it like, is. seven months old. Yeah, but and, and but it's sharks for him. He's found... And everyone's got their thing. Like, I was, I was reading something on LinkedIn the other day, and um, this guy, he was talking about his autistic son, who I think is about Cal's age, and they have had to go out and buy all of these car wash subscriptions like oh like, yeah like the passes you know you can go to a car wash and get your car wash it's like you know 15 bucks or whatever they have to buy like the monthly pass to get unlimited which is pretty crazy because <laughs> for him he's scared of it yeah well this kid loves it but the dad was talking about how him and the mom sit in the car and they literally have to go around and around for hours oh my gosh wash. And he said that people are looking at him like, I mean, and it's the cleanest car in the car wash because it just keeps going around and around and around. But he said, you know, you, you don't understand if you're not, you know, if you're not involved in this life, you can't just pull out of that car wash and go home. No way. I mean, it will change your entire day. That's why I, for the good. we don't do, we don't do the car wash, but I feel like we do do things that you have to do a certain way, you know, just when you exit a school even. He'll tell you if he wants to go right, if he wants to go left, and if you don't do that, you have to have a backup plan. We'll get on our golf cart, and he'll tell you. That's kind of his really wide open thing when you get on the golf cart, and he'll go right or because you don't, you know, if we're on the golf cart driving around, then we don't really have anywhere to be, so we can do what he wants. 
So he'll say go right and we'll go right. He'll say right, we'll go right. We'll say right. You know, yeah, we'll and keep then going right. And, and like, we oh, keep going around and around. Around and around and yes. around and around. And he loves every second of it. Yeah. You know? Maybe that's where I got it. And then he Relatable said, moment. Yeah. But I remember reading this thing just a couple of days ago on LinkedIn and this guy's like, yeah, he's like, I don't know how many hundreds of dollars I spend on these passes to go, these unlimited monthly passes over and over. And he's like, and the funny thing is, is I never need a car wash. Like, I'm, <laughs> I, I don't need a car wash. It's like we went through one time and his kid was just, this is it. You know? But I'm sure the stimulation, you know, you're seeing the roller things, you're seeing the water, the feeling of it, you know, you can, you can kind of feel it, the vibration of it. Yeah. And I think that, that you know, it's dark. You know what I mean? And that may give some, yeah. you know, it's, it's, they're pretty dark. And then there's, yeah, the water and how that sounds when it hits it. And then, like you said, the vibration. And then that dryer. It's the like, blow dryer, yeah. And your windshield wipers are shaking everything. It's actually This actually makes me want to go to a car wash now. I wouldn't mind trying it again. The last time he tried it was probably a year or two ago, and he was scared. So, And you never really know if he's going to like something or not. Here's the problem. Once you're in those car like you can't just get out. You know I, I know. Mean? So that's kind of the scary thing, like uh, the fireworks. Like we talked about the fireworks, you know. Yeah, you have to like run. But once you're in the car wash, you're kind of locked in. I mean, if you have a if you have somebody who's autistic and they're let's say they're going through the first time and they have a freak out moment, I mean, you just can't get out of a car wash. You have yeah, to Yeah, you're right. It's I guess I guess you can go through those little ones maybe and test it out. But you make a wrong move with that and you're asking for huge trouble. Oh gosh. I know, it's scary. Maybe you can go to the other car wash where you can see through the window. Maybe you could practice at home like you could put him in the car and then get the hose and just spray it off and just see if what the reaction is. Yeah, like that's a good idea. Windows. But this is how much you have to think, overthink when it comes to an autistic child and putting yourself and them in certain situations. Think about that family, right? Every time they drive by a car wash, they have to hope and pray to Jesus in heaven that their kid doesn't see the car wash or he's going to want to have go, a meltdown. Have a meltdown if you don't go. In. Oh gosh. No, but that's so true. It's like that's that and sometimes we're like that with a park, like driving by a park or something because he really he loves parks. Yeah, and when you know? he wants something, even when he says right or left and you go the opposite way of what he wants to go, what's it's a meltdown. The, what's the ice cream place down the street? Rita's. Rita's. Some days we drive by and he's like he looks ice cream, ice cream and I'm like, "Oh no." Like, they're not even open. <laughs> I'm like, we can't go there. They're not open. I got him an ice cream cone yesterday through the drive-thru of somewhere, from somewhere else. And, of course, he likes to eat it from the bottom. And we're driving in the car. He's in his car seat. I'm like, please. I was like, eat the ice cream. And he's laughing because he's eating the bottom. And it's all just going to come out. Yeah. I, you and I are different. I, ice cream in the car with him. <laughs> I, I, eating it in the car with him. I'm just not in on it. But you, you do well, that. And that's cool. I gave him a treat. And you know why I gave him a treat? Because we dropped off his sister at a sleepover. And he usually cries when anyone leaves the vehicle and he's not going with them. He hates to say bye. He wants us all together. Well, his big sister, well, his his oldest sister, I should say. He's got two big sisters. She had a sleepover yesterday. Charlie had a sleepover, right. And well, so he shares a room with her, with Charlie. Yeah, so she, she chose to. Yeah, she wants to. Yes. She, she's kind of the motherly of the of the group right if you will. yes and so she had a sleepover there with a friend and so she's got to do that because she's got to live her life and enjoy her life and have friendships and relationships and stuff well we just knew last night cal i mean he was just in and out of his room in and out in and out in and out it just yes. it, it, i mean and you just knew i mean we're sitting here last night and having a couple of cocktails and you could just sense he was just 
there was just not that normalcy, and he wasn't he wasn't going to be normal last night. And he whatever didn't normal even, is, I don't he know. didn't even mention her, and I think it's because he was so upset inside, like he knew he was going to have a meltdown. Yeah, if we even mentioned her name, we actually thought about when Austin fell asleep, the other girl, his other sister, carrying her in there and like putting her under the blankets, hopefully tricking him that that was Charlie. Yeah, and so he would just see that there was another body in the room. But then the thought was, he'll probably at some point discover it's Austin and not Charlie, and then the volcanic eruption <laughs> will start. Like, this is what's crazy. It's Friday night, and we're thinking about hiding bodies in his room just to trick him <laughs> to go to bed. You know what I mean? That sounds so weird. Well, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it really does, doesn't it? And that's just what, exactly what we were talking about. Yeah. We're like, maybe we should carry her in, put her under the blankets. He'll just see they kind of have the same hair. Yeah. And maybe he'll just look over and be like, oh, there's a, there's Charlie. I see oh, my hair. gosh. But he's he, like an investigator. He's like a forensic scientist. I think he would go over and start like, you know, feeling her face and ears and go. And, and he'd freak, probably freak out. He would freak out that it's not, you know. Yes. But he doesn't want Austin in his room. He wants Charlie. Well, and luckily God, with what him. A, what, a, what a maniacal life we live. This is crazy. Oh, my gosh. We, we do have to think about everything. But one thing with autistic kids is a lot of them don't sleep well. He, luckily, sleeps well. A lot of people have to use melatonin and stuff. It's definitely an issue for people. Yeah, I'm, I, I see a lot of people clowning on melatonin, even special needs families, saying it really doesn't work. Well, I've never taken it, and I don't... I've taken it. I, 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 don't, I couldn't... Somebody told me it's not that it helps you fall asleep. It's when you get to sleep, you get a better sleep. Uh, I don't know. I'm just saying a lot of families struggle with sleep issues with autistic children. Luckily, I mean, he does share a room with Charlie and she can lay with him for two seconds and he'll fall asleep. That's funny you brought up the melatonin there. I something I've been, you know, I just research, 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 research. All the time. Yeah. Just I'm a curious person and I just it's just interesting to look at this stuff. I do believe there are a market. There is a market of products and services that target special needs families unfairly. Don't get me wrong. I think there are some products that are awesome, some services that are awesome. You've really got to got to f- dig dig around to find them. But there are things that people try to sell, and just because it's like, oh, special needs families, and I think the assumption is honestly that they're desperate. They'll do anything for their kids. They're desperate. It's so it's so horrible. It's so unfair. But I really do think there's a big market for that. Well, a lot of, st- um, like, for instance, I see a lot of stuff about probiotics yep. for gut issues. Yep. I mean, yeah, you're right. They're desperate. I mean, think about how much stuff we buy, not like supplements like that, which we should probably get a probiotic. But we get uh, like toys and like objects, tools, yep. basically to use for him. And 80 percent, maybe not 80. That's probably unfair. 60 to 70 percent really is junk. Yeah, we wind they up don't work. It. it doesn't work. The bite bracelets, we've returned more bris- bite bracelets than we've kept. And I also have to keep getting them. They say indestructible. Within three minutes, these bite bracelets, are, bite bracelets are in pieces and they're automatic choking hazards. Yeah, so our thing with him is, um, again, a lot of autistic children. One common thing is like mouthing things and he's done it from the beginning, but he still to this day puts things in his mouth and he's four and a half years old. But like I said, he's like a two year old. So then it becomes he can choke and it's everything. He puts anything and everything in his mouth. But that mouthing has also led to biting. He bites himself, which is awful. And I don't actually hear about a lot of people doing it. I mean, I'm sure there are kids out there that do it, but there's special 
bite bracelets, but yeah. they don't work. I know we've returned. We've got a few on our counter now that we have to send back. Well, those are like so flimsy, I and I cannot even believe they sold it. No, total rip. But I know, and that's what I'm saying. There are really a lot of companies out there that I can almost hear these people in the boardroom going like, "Look, special needs families are desperate. They'll try anything. They'll spend their money on anything, you know. And once they get once they get this, they'll forget to return it, and we'll still make our money. Like it's sad, but it's true. Like I just think it's a it's a like we are a segment of. A population where I think people go just sell it to them they'll buy it they'll try anything like we really are and there is some truth to it like special needs families are kind of we're, we're very guinea piggy we will try things well it's not a one size fits all I know so we will try things and so they're right about that it's just unfair that the product well not unfair I guess it's just life that the product and sometimes the services we're never going to work. You know, they just were not going to work. But if you really read into like the psychographics of this whole thing, like special needs families, you really have to. You, it's terrible because we've been dealt this crazy hand, <clears throat> which isn't necessarily bad. It's just challenging, especially if you've had other kids that don't, you know, have these um, issues. But you have to be careful what you buy and spend your money on. Yeah. And even on that box, it says, for three plus because of choking hazard yeah he's four and a half he's like a two-year-old so it just that you can't even look at the age stuff like that when you're buying something for his christmas presents this year and this what kind of makes me want to cry is i was looking at first cry of the morning at 9 52 <laughs> eastern time it just never gets easier i'm trying to look for christmas presents for him and i'm looking for autistic toys and researching all this this stuff but because of the choking issue i'm looking at 18 month toys 18 to 24 month old toys not a four-year-old i know not a two or three-year-old 18 months so know, that but, stuff never gets easier but then you have still to be punch you in the, the gut it is because the, but then you have to be careful with the choking hazards because at that age their mouth is a lot smaller well his mouth is a lot bigger so a normal toy for 18 months old could be a choking hazard and now he has strong teeth yeah, yes and yes. not only does he have strong teeth and a strong jaw, like you said, he now also realizes that when he attempts to stuff his mouth with things, it gets our attention. So he does it. You know what yes. I mean? It's now a trigger of he's like, oh, I know my parents are worried about me choking. So I'm going to fill my mouth up with things that may choke me so that they will run over to me and pay attention. Like it is scary when you look over and he's got a mouthful of rubber sharks and dolphins and you know it's and i'm like oh my god so you want to be really careful because if you like jolt and jump and run to him he may try to swallow him so like i don't want to pretend that it's not happening but it's like scaring the yeah, hell out of you yeah you're supposed to yeah well that's the thing we re we react a certain way to our typical children so reacting to him you have to react different which is all a learning thing one thing that I found out through this process of him getting diagnosed and everything is through OT is he's a seeker and he's an avoider. So he will avoid things, especially like if you've noticed if we're at a party or something and it's people are new, you know, he'll at first avoid you um, or situations. And then he's also a seeker where he wants your attention and he's going to stuff his mouth. And he does that with food, too. And I think one of the therapists or a couple has said that many times they are either seeker or avoiders. And he's both. It's rare that they're both. Yes. Yeah. I remember that conversation because I was like, this sounds like some really ridiculous human resources survey of like comp that big companies do to try to figure out what kind of employee you are. And they're like, oh, he's both a seeker and an avoider. I'm like, 
I think when I was at CBS Radio, I was like, I think I had to take some test, and I, it came back that like you were something like that. You know, oh like, my! Yeah, they they were, they were trying to like figure out what kind of employee you were so they could manage you differently and everything. And I'm like, oh, now I'm, my kid's a seeker and avoider. It's very strange. Well, and you can see it, right? You can see it with them. Yeah, interestingly enough, I I did not see it until they explained it, and then they explained it, and it's just like it's like clarity and learning and education. That's why these therapists, a lot of them, are just they're really good. And or they have really good information because that was an example. We didn't understand seeking and avoiding, you know, and then it's like, oh, no, he'll seek and then he'll avoid or he'll avoid and then he'll immediately seek. And now you see it all the time, like automatic. Like I can tell in my head, I'll go, oh, he's seeking. Oh, here comes an avoidance. Oh, it's an avoidance. Oh, now he's going to seek. <laughs> I know, I'm, like, I know. I'm insane. And it does make him so much more complicated. I took a shower the other day and I was actually and I actually said out loud, I'm insane. I'm insane. <laughs> You're so ridiculous. I'm like, I'm insane. Oh I, the my things God. I think about, I'm, I'm certifiably insane. No, because it's we're trying to keep him safe and figure him out and what's best. And it's hard. It makes you a little crazy. I was singing Let's Go Hunt the other day from the baby shark at the end. <laughs> I'm, I was sitting here by myself. I was, oh. I was writing a paper for my administrative law class, finishing my degree for uh, law school. And I had taken a little break because I was between paragraphs and kind of between thoughts. And I just sat back and I go, let's go hunt. Dun, 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 dun. Let's go hunt. Dun, 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 dun. Let's go hunt. I've actually heard you do it before. And really, oh boy, that's <laughs> terrible. That's terrible to discover. And I went, I'm insane. I'm insane. Like, Well, he says it all the time. I so. know. But the fact that I automatically went to that without thought, I wonder, have I been sitting like at a tiki bar on the beach and just go, <laughs> let's go hunt. Dun, 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 dun. Let's go hunt. And people look over and be like, don't serve him anymore. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then sometimes you do it in his voice. Let's go hunt. 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 Oh my gosh. It is pretty funny. But yeah, the baby shark thing is not going anywhere. I actually hope it doesn't because it really is a comforting thing for him. Like he really enjoys it. He does. And everybody's he loves a shark. It. Like I'm daddy shark, your mommy shark. Yes. You know, it's, I mean, he's assigned some type of shark persona to, to really everybody. Well, and then he turns Play-Doh into sharks. But the interesting thing he turns into sharks are clothes on the floor. Physically, he'll make them into sharks. Yeah, yeah. clothes. And he'll make it swim. He's actually pretty good at it. I know. Like it's he, pretty funny. He rolled. We'll have to um, get video of it and put it on um, you know, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. And, yeah. Because it is, it is really kind of interesting how he... He, he makes the body move. I mean, he really turns clothes into sharks. And not just his clothes. Anybody's clothes. He's done it with towels before. Oh, yeah. You know. Blankets. Yeah. It, pillowcases. It's really kind of interesting. It is interesting. I went in there one day and there was an there was a full aquarium of clothes. <laughs> I mean, he had all these because he does dolphins. He does whale sharks, clownfish. Um, there's another kind of fish he's really into now. He's, he knows the sea life. It's crazy. Yeah. Water. Yeah. But we've talked before. It's I mean, these kids are a lot of them are obsessed with water. Which is scary because, you know, the drownings with autism is, um, it's, it's, it's not good. Well, so we have a pool in our backyard and so we have a gate around it and we literally have gates all through our house to keep him safe. So one thing with him is he does not know danger, you know? Yeah. He doesn't understand it. No, he doesn't. And a lot of it with autistic children is safety. He can't just go outside and you can't say, don't go in the road because then a car is going to come and he's going to get ran over. You know, we always keep him very close to us. We always have somebody in the house watching him at all times because he can't be left alone because of the choking thing. And we do worry about the pool. Well, and, you know, we were talking about, I don't know, 10, 12 minutes ago about that family. I, I don't even know him, but the guy that I was on LinkedIn with, 
and his kid with the with the car wash. That's I mean, it's water. I wonder if that's a water thing. Just, yeah, just how be. it sounds, how it bubbles up on the windows, you know, watching it stream down the windows. I mean, it is kind of peaceful now that I think of it. Water is, I mean, I, I'm a water guy. I love water too. Right. You know, so I wonder if that's the connection, but it is dangerous. I mean, his favorite place really is the beach. I mean, he'll say beach, 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 beach over and over again. But yeah, and there's scary. a lot of sensations you get there, you know? The sand like, on your on The your sand, toes. the water. Yep, the water and even like the salt, the smell of the salt's a little bit different in the air. Yeah. You know, and the waves, I think, crashing against you. You know, a wave will knock him down. I mean, we're on the Gulf of Mexico, so these aren't really big waves, but he's a little guy. But they knock him down. He laughs. He likes because his hand will go in the sand. He also loves, too, when the waves, you know how, like, the waves will come in, but, you know, when the waves wash out and your legs almost start sinking in the sand, it is kind of a cool feeling. He loves it. He does love it. So... Well, even with him, if we go for a beach walk or something, you don't know what you're going to get. And we just stopped trying not to let him do whatever because you just have to let him be free. And what sometimes he'll literally just lay in the sand in his clothes when we're trying to do a beach walk and rub all over because he wants that sensation and you just have to let him do it. Yeah. We've given up on that, like fighting it. (laughs) Isn't that funny how much you have to give? You almost have to give up a lot when you do all this. It is. We really have given up a lot. You know, I think I said in the podcast yesterday, I was talking about our other kids and how we're like strict me really probably more so than you about their eating habits manners at the table and stuff like that yeah I, with him just whatever there's no i mean how are you, you know? yeah i mean I'm, he's still learning to use utensils but you're never going to say stop chomping yeah i mean it's, you just <laughs> you know to, don't lick your fingers right it's just you just put on a different lens and and i mean our you know four-year-old retriever has better manners than cow right now it's just the way it is you just have to give up certain things right. I mean, you, it's, it's it's better just to like let things go than get frustrated and we talked yesterday about patience well yeah and then you know when he eats at times it's it's crazy and then the other kids i, I do i've seen them look at him and then kind of look at me and they're like really you're gonna let that go <laughs> well like, so for instance like the seeker in him yesterday he had ma- water in his mouth and he's gargling it yeah you know, yeah, and he's there's a phase now where he's trying to talk with water in his mouth, which is very funny, actually. I know because it did makes it the word sound funny, but he's doing it so that we tell him to not do it. We and we don't tell we tell him I don't say anything. I'm like, if you want to talk with water in your mouth, like this will not be today's nuclear meltdown. But that water leads to other things, like him spitting it on the couch, him spitting it on his iPad. Uh, he has ruined. I mean, ten iPads, maybe more, but yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. That, that he'll get them, he'll fill his mouth up with water, and he will literally spit a mouthful of water, which is, comes out of like a, I mean, it looks like a, a nozzle coming out of your hose, all over the iPad. The iPad dies like instantly, because they're not designed for floods. And and there's not one safe enough for him. No. So, God bless Amazon. <laughs> I mean, they're a frustrating company in a lot of ways, but... I cannot believe that somebody from Amazon hasn't called and said, hey, why do you return iPads like every three weeks? Because, you know, you just, they just replace it. They just replace it. They keep replacing Well, it. and you have bought different ones and tried. Uh, well, in the beginning, yes, we had to try different ones. We have this one. It's not, it's not an Apple iPad. It's a certain brand. Tablet. Yeah, and it's, you know, kind of made for um, abuse. <laughs> yeah, destruction. And it doesn't really handle it well but it does last i mean if we get a month out of these tablets that's a win it but is yeah and he likes the tablet i mean and people actually, we have one right now we have to take back because it's broken and they need to send us another one we do yeah yep. which actually one thing um 
when he was diagnosed, there's different foundations and stuff, and I can't think of the one it was, but they actually sent us an iPad, which was very nice because people talk about technology and don't let your kids have screen time and stuff, but actually, it's actually good for autistic children, and he does learn a lot from it. He does. He's um, That's one thing that, that connects with him. Yeah, and I forget the name of that. We should really give them credit at some point. Uh, I'll have to look it up, we but will. that's very it, nice. It's this foundation, and, and if you get a diagnosis, they, they will send you an iPad. What's crazy... I mean, they sent an Apple. I, I mean, this is a, a nice, it was one of the latest generation iPads. We get it. And I'm like, well, there's no way we're giving this to him because he's going to destroy it. You know, right. Like so I it. use it or we keep it in the kitchen so he can sit in his high chair and watch Baby Shark. Yeah, he's so not he allowed to hold it because of the glass. You know, I mean, we have a case and everything. It doesn't matter. He, he will find a way to destroy this thing. But he watches his, you know, videos on it or stuff or you will use it. To do things for him. There's so much paperwork that has to be done with his schools and his therapists and stuff. So you'll use it kind of kind of for him. But, but I thought that was a fantastic thing. It was. I just remember pulling it out of the box and going, hell no, he's never touching this thing. Like, yeah, and it's no an Apple way. iPad. It's nice. Yeah, it's really nice. I mean, yeah. It's and the I'm full kinda, size. It's awesome. I mean, it. yeah. But whoever we whoever got those that. people are, we'll give them some credit. But um, what a, And they reached out to us. That was crazy, I think. That no, I did reach out to them. Oh, you did? Yes. When he oh. was diagnosed, you get this whole pamphlet full of paperwork, and I went oh, through that's it. that's right. They, somebody sent us a thing. When you get the diagnosis, these are like foundations, organizations that can help you out with things. Because honestly, you get the diagnosis, it's like hitting control, alt, delete. Like, you don't know where to go, what to do. Because you're like, okay, I have this diagnosis. What does that, you know, like, what does that mean? Because, like, that piece of paper doesn't change your life for the next day you don't wake up and you're like hey you know we're we're, we're an autistic family and i we, think there's some people that don't do anything with it there's actually a pamphlet in there the first hundred days of being diagnosed like for the parents me i just sucked it up and did my crying and then just was full speed ahead with everything i had to do to try to give him the best life possible you know what we should do it's a good point we should probably make a list and put it on you know social media um, LinkedIn and stuff of like all these places you can go to get some resources, whether it's an iPad or yeah, we should. Um, there's so many things like even Social Security. You like we've been going through that conversation. Yeah, there are people we we don't um, we don't, but there are people who have kids who have been diagnosed who are young, and their kids collect Social Security. Yeah, and we don't really understand how that happens because these kids have never had a job. But I think it's something related to disability. I've read about it before, um, and we've kind of researched it. It really looks like a ton of paperwork. Yeah, I think some kids get it at a young age, and other kids, I don't know if they wait till they're eighteen or what. Yeah. But but it is a disability. So well, and then listen, there are added. Like I'm not going to pretend. You know, there are certain foods. I put something on Facebook the other day um, about him. Someone was like, oh, describe autism. And I'm like, Funyuns for breakfast. And they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, he eats Funyuns for breakfast. Like, I don't know what to tell you. But it's that's a very unique taste. Yeah. And he likes strong flavors. Yeah. So, like, there are things you need to spend money on that you otherwise wouldn't. I'm not saying Funyuns are a huge expense. But those are there are things that bite bracelets diapers sir. yeah i mean we still buy diapers for a four and a half year old they're wildly expensive and getting more expensive which is crazy there are you know special well some people use weighted blankets that never worked for him well his pool toys are totally different and special because you know he still needs swim lessons like, like there are so many things that you just wouldn't you know and i'm not saying you know 
you, you wouldn't understand it because you're dumb <laughs> just because you may not be in this situation because we didn't understand it. We I had dumb. to f- I had to find a special high chair that like can fit him for a long time. Yeah, we have right. two high chairs. And the one, the customized one was not cheap and he hates it. I know. He wants the other one that's literally falling apart. Which, but he wants that one. And if I throw it away, he's going to get very upset. Yeah, and he barely fits in it. And the one that's expensive, he hates, which is really nice. And it's kind of customized for special needs. It's really good. You can take it apart and make it a table Different and a chair. Sizes. Yeah. yeah, and he hates it. So you have to spend money on things like that. But it's just, it was. there's so many things. There's so many things that we should put that out. Like maybe I'll work on that um, before football comes on. Yeah, sounds good. A list of, even if it's just... Like 10 things, 10 places to go to get information. People know about Autism Speaks. They know about, you know, there's some other, you know, organizations that are great, but there are some smaller foundations and scholarships and stuff like that. Well, I've even talked on Facebook before about things and there's people that have had kids that have been diagnosed for a long time and they're like, what is that? How did you hear about that? So it is like this whole community that you just have to keep sharing to learn more, Mm -hmm. you know? It is true. And you do learn by kind of connecting with, other people going through this and it's really honestly i belong to all these groups it's not a pity party most of these people are sharing their victories like their good stuff there there are some negative people out there with this whole thing but that's i don't you know all of my pages i belong to and groups you know for my favorite football teams there's a bunch of negative people in there too it's like anything else yeah you belong to a bunch of hairstylist pages there's some people on there that you're like pound sand you're so negative you know so there is that but most of these people, um, especially a few of the Facebook groups I'm on, they're pretty positive. Like it's a lot of like wins, sharing wins and victories. And, yeah. And now the victories are crazy. You know, like, hey, my kid ate an entire piece of toast. And I get it. Family's not dealing this. and just be like, oh, God, what is that all about? But man, if you know, you know. Yeah. Like, and we'll have to talk about it a different day. But we even had to do food therapy before. Yeah. You know, there's so much that goes into it. So. it the special needs, it, it is, you know... I'm not, I, I've always been somebody that it's like, don't, don't play the victim card. You know, I, I really can't stand people who play it. Oh yeah. I, I just, I just can't because the second you start blaming other people for your problems, like you really have, it, it's over. Like it is game over. Yeah. You're, you're blaming other people for whatever scenario that you're in. And, but it is tough. Food, sleep, everything, everything. I mean, the gut issues on a lot of autistic kids. I mean, his he's got gut issues. Like, he'll get these random fevers. And we immediately go into paralysis mode. Every time yeah, he gets pedialyte. a fever, I have this horrible anxiety that we're going to wind up in the emergency room. Because well, it's happened and, before. And I don't know how long you want this to last because we can always do another podcast. But we're scared of fevers because of the fever or the seizure that he had. Right, he had that. Is it called febrile? Yeah, I was trying to say it as I was talking. febrile seizure. Now, this does not happen to just special needs because this happens to a lot. Of, they actually say most kids get this in their sleep. You I ha- think before the age of five. Yeah, and usually, if you get one of these, you won't get another one. Usually, but we're talking about we were right in the middle of coronavirus. I'm not talking Delta, Omicron, Gamma, Zeta, yeah, Alpha, Phi. I'm talking the um, original in, cor- coronavirus. That started in March, the shutdowns. 2020. And this th- happened in April. Yeah. So it's like nobody was going to work. Schools were closed. You call 911. I'll never forget their first question was, does anyone in the house have coronavirus? And I'm like, no. Does anyone have symptoms similar to coronavirus? And I'm like, lady. 
get over here. My kid has passed out. He, I mean, you know, it's like, it was this, get over here. And it was, I'll never forget. I couldn't, I couldn't remember our address. That's the first question they actually ask you. Hi, 911. What's the address of the emergency? I I seized up. I know. And I'm in the middle of holding our child. That's literally. uh, and she's like, sir, you have to calm down. I'm like, I, I can't. And I'm, now I'm thinking I need an ambulance. Like, cause I'm, I thought maybe I was like having a heart attack. Or something. I know it's crazy when there's an emergency and you literally like, but he was out. Freeze. I mean, he totally collapsed. And, um, so it was a febrile, I think, I hope I'm saying febrile, febrile, something like that. Yeah. Febrile. Fever, yeah. And anyway, so you it's have from a fee. It's a seizure from a fever, and it typically only happens once, like like you said. But then his next fever after that, we were so oh, scared. No, every fever after that, we're scared. I, every fever, like come so, on, we're just and it literally we cancel jumped plans. We cancel our other kids' plan. It really is unfair, but it's like I'm ready for the seizure, um, because it's uh, like that was like that was like none other. And then, of course, I can't go to the hospital because it was coronavirus. Only and you, they, the, the ambulance, the paramedic guy pushed me out of the van. Like he actually, he, he palmed my chest. I tried to get in because I, I didn't know. have a mask on. Yeah. Because I didn't care about a mask on because my kids having a seat. You know what I'm saying? And these people, people are protected from head to toe. I, I remembered when they brought us in from the ambulance to the hospital and there was nobody in the hospital. Like they had all the patients in their room, like Dude, the, the fire, waiting room. There was no waiting the room. The fire, I mean. they do something interesting here. And I, I'm, I'm saying it's probably a good thing so that the ambulance shows up first, but then a fire truck comes also. The firefighter guys got out. And if you saw the end of ET, when those space guys were coming into the house, yeah, the you, suits. you know what I mean? Yeah. And they were breathing. They're like, that's what it was like. He got out with the spacesuits on, and I'm like, whoa. I was like, I don't know what's going on here, but the aliens have landed or something, man. It was crazy. Well, and when the doctors came into the hospital room, every time they exited, they'd have to take everything off, and then have to put all new stuff on every single time yeah. because of COVID. And, and anyway, you know, that, back, fever was, that seizure was so scary. I don't... And back then, you know, we the doctors, they, they're, everybody thought, okay, he's, got, he's having a reaction to coronavirus. Like we, nobody knew back then. That's not really the way this goes. You know what I mean? But nobody knew. We were like a month into this thing and they were still trying to figure out coronavirus. Remember? And this- I've never experienced a seizure. I mean, I literally thought he was dying in my arms. Yeah. yeah they, I mean, they go blank. Like you, it's funny. They say seizure. It's really not a seizure. It's a collapse. They collapse. I didn't even know what I was supposed to be doing, but I did keep him on his side because I had him towards my chest and that's what you're supposed to do. But his eyes were rolling back in the back of his head. That was the scary part. The yeah. eyes rolling back. I yeah. mean, you, you literally are limp and you're burning up hot. But apparently, so that's what your body does. That's like the ultimate, like, I'm going to just completely pass out. And then the seizure, like, or, or the fever, like, just like, it's like a wildfire. Like, whew, it explodes. But what's crazy, he came back in like, what, 60 seconds, two minutes, maybe? I mean, it was a long two minutes. It felt like forever. It was, st- it was a long. It was at least two minutes. Yeah, but when he came back, it was really weird. He came right back. Well, so we yelled for our neighbor. Yeah. He ran over, so he's trying to keep me calm when Mark's on the phone with nine one one, and when he popped up out of the seizure, out of the pass out stage, he didn't even want me. He wanted our neighbor. Yeah. It was the weirdest thing. He didn't know what to do, he and then was like. The ambulance is here for a while because, you know, they're asking their questions like, you know, do you want to go to the hospital? I'm like, well, hell yeah, they're going to the hospital. I mean, we're not, we just can't assume everything's OK. You know what I mean? Like, this right. is crazy. And, um, and of course, they see this stuff all the time. So they're sort of desensitized. I remember didn't didn't one of the paramedics is like, yeah, this is a, one of those infant febrile 
Yes. Remember they were calling, yeah. eh, no big deal. And I'm like, no, no, we're not Yeah, gonna. and I'm like, my kid was just, felt like it was dying in yeah, my arms. Yeah, we're not going to do that. No, I know you see this every day at work, but now, nah, you know, we're not going to do that. We're going to go. But I think at one point, as you guys were pulling out, and like I said, they wouldn't let me go, he was watching videos on an iPad. Yeah. And, yeah, which I think made us feel better. Right. And then you get to the hospital, and they're like, they do all the tests, and they're like, he's fine. He's just a... You know, remember the doctors like this might happen again. Oh, that was the thing. They're like, this could. Ha- there's a high chance this could happen again in 24 hours. Remember, but if you get out of the 24 hours, you're in good shape. We didn't sleep for 24 hours. Remember? Yeah, but you, you slept like it was like on and off. Like you slept in his room and you were up all night. Right. And then in the morning you went to sleep and I think I sat out there with him in the living room for a while because you were up all night. You got you woke up like every hour taking his temp. Well, and he still had a fever. So when we got to yeah. the hospital, what was his fever? Did I say? Because um, whenever it spiked and he had a seizure, one hundred four. He was it was one hundred three for sure. It was the highest I've ever seen. Yeah, and it felt. I mean, he was his eyes looked like they were on fire. Like he was just. He was so hot. It uh, was awful. But before they have the seizure, they peak to the highest point, and that's what makes them seize. What I'm saying is like the wildfire. It just like flares up, like they almost catch on fire, and then their body drops out. I just couldn't believe by the time we made it to the hospital, which was what forty minutes after his seizure, yeah, maybe longer. By the time they took his temperature, it was still so high. It was scary. Yeah. Anyway, that's a fever story for you. Well, that's our fever seizures seizures and febriles seizures i'm not saying that word right there's no way i'm saying that word right uh okay 36 minutes in it's pretty good man it's pretty <laughs> it's pretty good we man. don't even plan what we're gonna say uh yeah i sort of think that's the bet i don't know i think that's maybe that we here's the thing about living like this because it listen it really is a small it's a small audience of people that have to deal with this but we talk about this stuff all the time so we were sort of just like well you know, you, you've got this page on Facebook that you've really devoted to doing a lot of great content. And there's oh, a lot of people that have special needs on that page. Yeah. It kind of turned in. It's funny. You know, they kind of took it that way. Yeah. So it's cool. So we thought, well, you know, we, we live this and, and it's crazy. And I think part of the craziness for us. Well, I can just tell you part of the craziness for us is that we have four other kids. So with five kids and adding all this in and, you know, and they have they have a life. They have friends. They play sports. I mean, we're yeah. going to we have we're supposed to have a double header this afternoon for baseball. The girls have flag football next week. Um, there's real football. Jiu-jitsu on, for Tyler. Jiu-jitsu for Tyler. Um, you own a, a hair studio. You're going to school. I'm going back to school. I buy and sell businesses and do that. And, and then loads of therapy for Cal. Loads of therapy, and it's just, you know, and then we sit in this closet once in a while with microphones and <laughs> do this. So it really, it, it, it's, and that's not to say, listen, we're not any busier or less busy than anybody else out there. So this is just how, this is how we roll. Yep. This is how we roll. But you know what? We're lucky because I, I couldn't, like, you know, back when I worked for the radio station, you know, getting up at four o'clock in the morning and going to work and on the air till the radio show was six to 10, and then we'd spend, you know, an hour, hour and a half after that um, in worthless meetings with a worthless boss, mm-hmm. totally wasting time. Then I would come home and try to make up for those worthless meetings with a worthless boss and try to do real work for the radio show. And the next thing you know, it would be like three in the afternoon, four in the afternoon. I'm exhausted. I have to go get a workout in. Yeah. You know, I, like I couldn't do all that. We couldn't do and And you didn't work back then. But we, we couldn't like do that now. It's just No, I can't even imagine. I mean, I can't even imagine how that used to look. I know. 
Like know? our flexibility now is pretty awesome. Especially like, he wasn't even diagnosed until after yeah. you left the radio station. Yeah. So all the therapy and stuff on top of that just started after. So yeah, it really is interesting how it all just sort of worked out. It, it worked out. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it is. I mean, it just, it just worked out and, and it's still crazy and, and nuts and everything. But I tell people all the time who are, you know, well, it's social media stuff like they'll write, but this is going to find a way to carve itself out and you're just going to, you're just going to go along with it. And then you're going to wake up one day and be like, wow, this is okay. We, you know, like, like we sort of got this. Yeah. We figured it out. Yeah. When the special needs families go, oh, we got this. We figured it out. I'm like, nah, you're lying. You're lying. Cause you never, you're never in control of this life ever. I woke up today and I said, okay, you want to do the podcast again today. So we'll do the podcast again today. You made an awesome breakfast. That's great. I got to take traders baseball games. Mm-hmm. You'll go for a little while with Cal, but I have it. to drive separate because you don't know what's going to happen. And the other goal today is I'm gonna, I'm going to get a war. I'm going to I'm going to work out and run three miles. That's good. And you'll work out. You're not going to run three miles, but you'll work out. I am not going to run three miles, but if I had a Peloton, I'd get on it. And, yeah, we're not. Doing I'm that. just going to get weights. Yeah, use weights. No. But the craziest thing is yesterday, Cal had a very very good day from start to finish. Which makes me feel very anxious that today is going to be a little scary. That's where you and I are so different. (laughs) I just, I get up and I go, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel may in fact be a train. And I accept it. I don't worry about it. I let it, you know. Well, I'm just like, what's going to happen? I mean. You are better at planning for it. I'm, I, you have a lot more anxiety. Yes, I do. Because you have a plan. I have very little plans and accept what's going to happen is going to happen. But then that's where I get in trouble. Like well, you have the pre-anxiety. I have, you have anxiety. I have failure. <laughs> oh my gosh. you plan for it so it doesn't turn to a failure. I just get pancaked with the failure. No, it's just very rare that we have two good days start to finish, you know, back to back. Yeah. I mean, when was the last time that happened? Oh, you know what? Never. Remind me, we were talking about fevers. We will get out of here because I don't know if people listen this long, but. Um, we were talking about fevers. I, I just, there's this article, there's these people doing this study, how fevers are a temporary cure for autism. I showed you the study the other day. Yeah, you told me. And it actually makes sense. It's the weirdest thing. I am not saying I buy into a fever as a temporary cure. So don't get all conspiracy theory. I'm telling you what the, what the study said and the things that the study brought up were really interesting. And when Cal gets a fever, I'm just telling you there's something different that happens. Yeah, you would never know at that time by Don't looking at him. Don't talk about. See, now you're ruining the tease. Oh, next time. Now you, oh, sorry. Yeah, you're just, this is new. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right, you I'm out of here. I, you'd have sucked in the radio business. <laughs> well, that's why I never got in it. Tell you all that all the time. Not so, my career. I can't cut hair and do extensions, so you know you win that battle. All right. All right. The goal is today. You got to work out, and we're gonna work out and run three miles and, and drink green juice. We're gonna drink a Spinach. green juice and. We're going to have a cold beer when the football games come on. Hallelujah. The Redskins are out, so as long as Dallas loses, I'm happy.